The most comfy, popular piece in your closet for fall and winter is a sweater. I mean, you wear them at home, you wear it to work, and you can even wear it on a night out with a nice leather skirt, because I did the other day. And with sweaters, it is something that you want to keep around for a long time because it's such a great staple in your wardrobe. It does take some extra care to keep them in shape and to be wearable in public. And what I mean by wearable is sweaters are one of those pieces that tend to start looking worn if you don't take care of it. It balls up, which it's called pilling, balls up, it starts to like fade and get really fuzzy. So in this podcast episode, we're going to talk about how to make sure that the pieces that you're purchasing and investing in get to stay in your closet for a long time because it's so nice as you start to build a foundation to your wardrobe to start adding things that are more fun here and there and experimenting with colors and different styles. And as you know, and you've probably noticed as well, is that some sweaters last longer than others. And when you buy a nice sweater, it does last longer. Something like 100% cashmere, or alpaca, these natural fibers tend to breathe easier and need less washes. So if you happen to buy one of these sweaters, you'll notice that they have longer lasting elements in it to help you wear it more. But if you buy something that's cheaper, it usually has something mixed into it like polyester or the knit is very loose. So it kind of falls apart more quickly. And um, polyester just holds odors. It doesn't breathe well, so that's why it needs to be washed more often. You are listening to the Closet Edit Podcast. I'm Tanya Renadette, a personal stylist with over a decade of experience helping people all over the world with their style and confidence. I love sharing how you can be the most powerful version of yourself and look good in clothing that truly reflects you, your personality, and your body type. In this podcast, we talk about fashion, but we also cover all the parts around it that influence your personal style, like how to handle big life changes, what to do when your clothing doesn't fit right anymore, dating again, what's the best way to spend your money, and everything in between. This is a space to learn, to grow, and take action. I share all of my experiences, learnings, and tricks to help you build a wardrobe that lights you up and aligns with who you are. Let's get into it. As we get into this, I do want to let you know that I did a podcast episode, probably two episodes before this, with my friend Elisa Yip, who's the owner of Skein, and she does go more in detail. If you want to learn more about natural fibers, she goes into detail to talk about this. So you can check out the podcast after you're listening to this if you want to learn more. Let's get into it and talk about different ways to care for your sweater. And as I'm talking about this as well, if you are someone who really enjoys listening to the podcast but also wants to go back and read through it and take notes, you can always go to the link in the show notes below and it will take you to the blog post where you can read about these tips and get the care that you need for your sweaters if you can't remember everything I'm talking about. I also share with you links where to buy all of the items I am sharing with you on how to care for your sweaters. So As I'm sharing ways to care for these sweaters that you have, I'm going to also be sharing things that you can purchase to take care of them, and that will also be in the link in the show notes, and it will also be in the blog if you go to the blog. So let's get into it, because I know you're waiting to hear how to take care of the sweaters that you've invested in this season, or some old favorites that you have. Number one, this is about 
organizing them. So I hope I hope that you are not hanging your sweaters. You do not want to hang your sweaters in your closet, regardless if you're just putting them away for a little bit or trying to dry them. Definitely don't recommend it when you're drying them. You never ever want to hang your sweater. It will easily lose its shape. It will distort it. It does this weird thing where, where the hanger is, the ends of it, it pokes out on the sweater and you can't put it back into its correct form. So I'm sure you've accidentally done this and seen this. I don't know how else to describe it except for there's like these two pointy corners that come out and you can't fix it. So the way that you want to store your sweaters after you're done wearing them is you want to fold them up. You can put them on a closet shelf in your dresser, in an organizing bin all lined up. However you want to fold and store them is best. So that is number one. Number two, talking about not hanging sweaters after washing them, I want you to lay your sweaters to dry. You will lay your sweaters to dry, you will not hang them. And there are two ways that you can do this. The first way of drying your sweater is if you have towels, which I'm sure you do, you can use a towel and you're gonna lay the sweater on top of the towel, let it dry for 24 hours, you'll change the towel, put another sweater underneath, and then let it finish drying. It usually takes about two days. And when you do this, when the sweater is still damp, depending on the weight of it, it might still hold a lot of water after washing it. Um, and if it does, do not wring it out. Do not twist it. You just want to lay the sweater down and let it dry. It will keep its shape. It won't stretch out or get deformed or anything. So that is the best way possible. That is a towel method. The second method, which is my favorite, is a sweater drying rack. It does not take up a lot of space. I promise this one that I have from Wayfair, it folds up. It has five layers stacked, one above each other so you can dry up to five sweaters and you can roll it out, unfold it, put your sweaters on there and it has this net so that the, the water and the moisture drop out of it and you don't have to switch. Um, you don't have to switch it like the towels. So I highly recommend this one. Again, like I said in the beginning of the blog post, if you do want to see what these look like, the things I'm talking about, you can go to the blog post, which is in the link in the show notes. Okay. Number three, you want to keep your sweaters as sweat-free as possible. And the reason for this is the less amount of washes that your sweater goes through, the longer it will last. And there are easy ways that you can keep your sweater sweat-proof. I know it's not gonna be possible with all sweaters because some sweaters have different necklines, are really sexy, and of course you're not gonna put something underneath that and ruin the beauty of that sweater. But if you are able to put a t-shirt underneath, you can wear a regular t-shirt if you don't sweat a lot. And this regular t-shirt will catch the deodorant, it will catch your body oils, so then the sweater doesn't have to be washed as often. Um, and then if you do want to get something that if you do sweat a lot that you find that you need something that's heavy duty a bit more, you can use this with sweaters actually or any tops or blouses that you wear. There are two brands I highly recommend that target the sweat that you have. It's called 
Numi, and the Numi brand is for women, and Thompson Tees are for men. So Numi for women, Thompson Tees for men. You can get the links uh, in the show notes below. And these brands, what they do is they have they have t-shirts in different colors. So they usually have like nude, white, black, navy, so that you can match the t-shirt to your sweater if you'd like, or the nude color is just nude, so it matches with your skin tone a bit more and kind of blends in. But these have a pad in the armpit area, so it absorbs the sweat and it doesn't go through to your shirt or sweater. I'm talking about sweaters right now, so like I said, I recommend it for sweaters, but if you do sweat a lot in general and you find that with your button-down shirts or blouses or other things that this would be helpful, you can use it for all of them. So wear it for whatever you'd like. And Elisa Yip, the founder of Skein, in the podcast episode, we were talking about how to care for sweaters and she mentioned that you should only wash your sweaters a few times a season. And she shares how the natural fibers have wicking properties, especially alpacas, because their coats are meant to protect them from the rain and the Peruvian mountains. I loved hearing all the insights she had about this because I am Peruvian and I had no idea that alpacas have this like special protective coat on them. So if you want to learn more about natural fibers, cashmere, cotton, alpaca, definitely check out the episode. Um, It's called Sustainable Luxury Knitwear and Everything You Need to Know. Number four, de-pill your sweaters regularly. Pilling are these little balls that start to form on your sweaters as you wear them, and they're broken fibers that start to pile up on the sweater. And these pills make the sweater look worn and old. But this is a natural process. It's a natural wear and tear of sweaters and even t-shirts. T-shirts are harder to bring them back to life. Unfortunately, t-shirts you have to replace more consistently. But when it happens with sweaters, um, like I said, it is a natural process of wearing sweaters as the materials and other elements rub against them, but you can de-pill them with a fabric shaver. The one by Conair is the one that I suggest because it's rechargeable, so you save money on batteries, and I have enjoyed it for a couple years. It's awesome, and all you gotta do is where it's pilling on your sweater, you want to lay it down flat. I use my hand, so I put the sweater on top of my hand and with my other hand with the shaver, I gently go over the pills and you do not want to press down on it. If you press down on it, you can make a hole in your sweater and ruin it. So definitely be very gentle when you use it. There are also, I think they're just called sweater stones or it's some kind of stone that you can use also. I am not a big fan of that. I don't do really well de-pilling sweaters with it, but if you are a fan and you've used it, you know what I'm talking about. Continue using it, but if you're not a professional at de-pilling, the Conair one is perfect. And just to share with you a little bit of insight on the money that you invest in your sweaters and what happens with the wear and tear and the pilling. So usually with more expensive sweaters, the fibers are longer and twisted before they're knit. So these longer fibers don't break as easily and last longer. But when you buy cheaper fabrics, what happens is that they put together these shorter fibers and twist it. And so since they're shorter and twisting, you can imagine that little 
strands are already pulling up on the side so it doesn't hold up as long. So that's the difference between the fibers in a more expensive sweater and a cheaper sweater. And again, this doesn't happen with all sweaters. I do have to say there are some more expensive brands that don't last as long, unfortunately, and you have to do some extra care with it. So just be careful with what you purchase. When you are shopping for sweaters, um, whether you're shopping online or in person, I like to do the pill test. And the pill test is if it's brand new and it already looks like it's worn and it's all fuzzy, um, unless, of course, I mean, there's a few sweaters that are like that, but they are meant to look like that. But if it's not and you see that's already pilling and looks really fuzzy, just return it or don't buy it at the store. Return it if you bought it online. And if you're at the store and you see that, just don't buy it, even if you really like it, because it's going to be a lot of work to keep it lasting a long time. It probably will only go through a few washes and start to fall apart. So that is a big tip I have for you as you're also shopping for sweaters. Look for the pilling that is already happening in it. Number five, turning the snags inside out. When you purchase sweaters, it won't happen to every sweater you buy. It usually happens with sweaters that have a looser knit to it. But if you see that there's a loop sticking out that has come apart, do not pull it or cut it. You'll completely ruin the sweater. You will unravel it. It will create a hole. So the way that you fix this, and you won't even be able to notice at all that there was a strand or a snag on it. All you've got to do is you're going to find the snag on the sweater and you're going to buy a knit picker. And with the knit picker, you're going to put it through the inside of the sweater up into where that snag is on the outside. You're going to put the little snag on the top of the knit picker and then you're going to pull it through inside and do it gently, but pull it inside until the snag is all the way in and then it's all fixed. When you turn the sweater around, you will not be able to tell at all or hardly be able to tell that there was ever a snag in it. So it's called a knit picker and usually they sell it like Joann's, uh, Walmart, Target, all those places, but it's in my show notes if you want to purchase it. There are so many beauty creams and options out in the market. It can be hard to find a product that works for you, especially an option that is clean, organic, and offers real results. If you have sensitive skin or you're on the path to healthier living, I know that you are well aware that making conscious choices that are safe for your skin is the key to feeling and looking good inside and out. The search for your new favorite product is right here. Core Organics has been the number one beauty product that I use daily. It checks off everything I want in my skincare, including a value in sustainability with refillable containers for the beautiful bottles and packaging. It has highly active certified organic ingredients, which I'm a total fan of. Our skin is the largest organ that we have, and it soaks up everything we put on it. Can you imagine all the chemicals it's taken in from the past products? And I'm not going to lie, the packaging is gorgeous. It works on my skin and it looks luxurious. I love products that fit my personal style too. Organics is so easy to navigate when you go on the website. You can shop by your skincare concern to find just the right products to help you tackle everything from oily skin, dark spots, dryness to anti-aging, and everything in between. 
I found Corganics through an interview I heard with founder Miranda Kerr. I was so caught up in her passion and research to find safe products. She started this after her mother passed away from cancer, and she ended up making her own skincare line in 2009. And this resonated with me deeply, and I knew that this was going to solve my skincare problems. Rosacea has been a struggle for me the past few years, and Corganics carries a few turmeric-infused products that are great for inflammation and have made such a huge difference. I want to share the love with you and change the way that you shop for skincare. Try Corganics and use the link in the show notes to support the podcast. You also get 15% off when you get to the landing page. Try one or try a whole set of items. I recently purchased a turmeric glow essentials, which includes the brightening and exfoliating mask, the foaming cleanser and moisturizer. I love how my skin feels soft after each use and the redness has calmed. Again, if you want to shop, if you want to support the podcast, take a look at the website, shop by your skin type and use the link in the show notes below. You can take a look after the podcast is over. You can pause right now, go to the show notes if you're super excited. I want you to commit to your daily skincare routine too. Click the link in the show notes and start shopping. Enjoy the free samples added to your cart. You'll thank me later. Number six, how to hand wash your sweater and washing tips in general. This is really important. Like I mentioned, you don't want to wash your sweater all the time. So a few times a season or it does have an odor and it's starting to smell or if you did wear it for like multiple times, hours a day, you'll get the gist of how often you need to wash your sweater. It really depends on what you're doing when you're wearing it and other factors as well. When you were washing your sweater by hand, it is actually super easy. I know that that it might seem intimidating, and if you're pressed for time and busy, thinking of hand washing the sweater is like, oh my gosh, such a big deal. I promise, all you gotta do to make it fast and efficient, and you might have other things in your closet too that need to be hand washed. So finding a place that is easy for you and convenient is really important. So you can either find a sink in your house that you really enjoy using consistently, or you could purchase a large container or something that you can put in the cold water detergent and your sweater in. As long as it all fits, you are good. So what you're gonna do is whether you're using a sink or that large container, you're going to fill it up with cold water and a mild detergent. Then you're gonna add the sweater in and you're gonna swirl it around for around 10 minutes. And you don't ever want to twist, tug, or pull at that sweater. You're just gonna swirl it around, let the soap sink in. If there are deodorant marks on it or there's been sweat, you do wanna rub it with your hands just very lightly in that area to make sure that you are able to take it out. If you're not, I recommend taking it to the dry cleaner. Dry cleaning it is just so much easier. So either way, Rub it a little bit in the armpit area if you need to take out the deodorant or the smell. Then what you're gonna do after you let sit for 10 minutes after you're done with the swirling, you're gonna drain the water and then fill it up again with cold water and just press the sweater to remove the excess water. You don't want to, again, pull at it or tug at it or anything and just keep refilling the bucket until you see and pressing the sweater until you see that all the soap is out. So that is the easy way to do it. 
If you do feel like you are pressed for time and you don't want to attempt hand washing it, you can put it in the washer in a delicate mode. Put it in a delicate mode. If you want to be super safe, you can put it in a mesh bag so it doesn't get caught anywhere inside of the washer. You also don't want to wash it with other clothing because you don't want to snag. You don't want it to rub against other clothing as well because that is going to make it start to pill and look worn. And when the sweater is wet, it actually is a bit more delicate. So you just want to be careful with the process if you do decide to put it in the washer on a delicate mode. Number seven, let's talk about storing sweaters that are not in season. I am a huge fan about storing clothing that's out of season because when you take it out again, you feel like you have all new clothes. You kind of forget about those pieces throughout the months and then you feel like you have a new closet. So I highly recommend it. It's also great because when you store it, it protects the sweater from debris, from dust, all the things, and it just keeps it held together so much better. But before you put your sweaters away and store it, make sure that they are all washed. You don't want anything to happen to it like mold or yellowing or any of that stuff. So make sure that you wash them. You can hand wash them as we talked about, put them in the washer or dry clean them. I personally like to dry clean them because if you dry clean them, you know that they are so clean and they are ready to go and there is no chance of having any mold or mildew or anything on them. So I personally like to take it to the dry cleaner before storing them. And when you store them, you can either fold them or you can lay them flat. Depending on your preference, depending on the space that you are putting them away in, and you do have to put them in breathable bins and containers. You don't want to use plastic containers when you put them away. I know that's the first thing that people think of is a plastic bin or something that they have laying around, but you want a fabric container that you put them in. They are a bit more expensive, but these will help the clothing breathe so they don't yellow. What happens if you put them in the plastic bins is they can start to smell, they can yellow, again, mold and mildew, all of that becomes a problem. And even when you put them into the fabric bins, it's kind of nice when you put lavender satchels in between because then it just smells like fresh and new and not like they were stored away for months. So I do also suggest putting some lavender in there. Then fold them nicely and pack them away somewhere inside the house. Don't put them in an outside garage or anything because that is also not great for your clothing where there's like a change in temperatures. So store them away somewhere in your home. Those are some easy tips that you can follow to take care of your sweaters. If you want to purchase any of the sweater care items, you can go into the show notes and there's going to be a link there. It will take you directly there. You can see pictures of what these all look like, everything I talked about, and you can go to the blog if you need a recap on how to take care of your sweaters and take some more notes. I would love if you could leave a five-star review. It's such an easy way to support the podcast and bring in other people in the community to also find help in building their style and building a life that truly reflect them. And your comments mean so much to me. You can either give a five-star review or you can also share what you learned and what was helpful for you from this episode 
or previous episodes. I would truly appreciate it so much. If your clothing doesn't fit well and nothing in your closet lights you up anymore, it's time for us to have a chat. Working with a personal stylist online or in person will make shopping stress-free. All those hours that you put into pinning your favorite outfits on Pinterest or searching through Instagram or even buying a ton of stuff that just doesn't actually go together will be gone. It's time to get it right the first time. My team and I style clients of all sizes all over the world and customize a look that fits your personal style and everything is based on you. So it's about putting together the right colors, buying clothing that fits your body in a way that feels good to you and about wearing pieces that align with your lifestyle. You can book a discovery call at myclosetedit.com to shop for a whole new wardrobe that looks good on you. Here's a review from Marin. I had the best experience with Tanya. She is amazing at finding pieces that make you look and feel your best. And we accomplished so much in two hours and it was absolutely worth it. Her expertise is really valuable and I feel so happy at the pieces I bought. She was able to quickly zero in on the style that I wanted and picked out a lot of pieces that fit what I was going for. I could not have done this without her. Again, you can book a discovery call to talk more about your style goals and solutions. Like Marin mentioned, she did have a style goal in mind and everything I purchased for her and found for her was very intentional to make sure it fit this image that she wanted, how she wanted to show up and feel in everything she was wearing. So you can go to myclosetedit.com to book a call or you can click the link in the show notes to go to the page and find a time that we can meet. Thank you as always for spending time with me today and continue building a life and style that truly reflect you. I'll talk to you next time.